This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, guys. Happy New Year's Eve. Is that even a thing? Do you even say that? It's December 31st. I was really not expecting to see you guys again so soon, Um, but I hope you guys have been enjoying the New Year episode that I posted yesterday. This is not even, if you see, I didn't even put the intro song in because this is not like, this is going up because I have felt the urge to share this with you guys and because I have been, if you've been following my stories this week, then I've been sharing just like a shitty situation that happened to me this week and I you know I say this in this episode that M joins me in and I'm like you know I could have easily just not talked about this obviously right um and I don't know that I will ever do something like this again and I don't know that I will you know mention men on my social media until I feel actually secure about something because then it's just hard and it sucks Um, And not that I mentioned him a lot, but I did in a way. And I did share things with you guys. And I did share fun, happy moments with you guys. And and the ending was shit. And I want to share that with you because I know there's people going through stuff like this. And I've been sharing a a bit about it on my stories. And so many of you are telling me, like, holy fuck, like, you know, I'm going through this or I went through this or just being so sweet, so kind. And I'm like, this is what it's about, right? Like, it's not always going to be good stuff. It's not always going to be rainbows and butterflies. And like, I don't want to be one of these. I don't want to be a person who shares their life online, but only shares the good stuff because that to me is not real. So I'm not saying I'm going to do this every time something bad happens, um, but I just felt the fucking urge to share it. It's my life. And that's why I'm doing it. And I also, like, if I didn't feel so close to you guys and I didn't feel, like, so, you know, like, I have such a beautiful fucking cool-ass community, I wouldn't do this, you know? So thank you, honestly. And I hope, I think, oh, sorry, my WhatsApp is open. Um, I think there's also, like, a lot of lessons in this. And so yeah you know you guys can learn with me right and I omitted some things in here because even though I was wildly disrespected I still feel like I can be the bigger person and respect details that are just you know not part of my life and I'm not trying to air anybody's dirty laundry. I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to share what happened to me. And I took out some details that, you know, really kind of make the story a little more fucked up, to be honest with you, but it doesn't change the fact of what happened. So the story's still in here. The lessons are in here. Um, And I hope you guys can learn from my mistakes and we can all learn together. And you can just see that, like, this kind of shit unfortunately apparently happens to a lot of people as my dms have been um showing me so yeah and i wanted to post this today because you know 
oddly enough, this just happened um, on Wednesday, and I love that it happened at, at the end of the year because I don't want to start my new year like this, and so that's why I was like, you know what, I'm going to post this today, and I'm not saying I'm not going to talk about it ever again, but I'm saying like I don't want, I didn't want to post this episode on a new year. Like fuck that, like this situation does not deserve that, you know. So it's going up today, and that's it really i also want to apologize for the wildlife that goes ham in a part of this episode it's only like a minute like i recorded out here in the terrace as you guys know i'm in costa rica right now and like you can hear my dog why did i just call ollie my dog how disrespectful you can hear ollie for a second but then you can hear the birds fucking chirping and like just it's just a few minutes but you know what just like embrace it okay we're in the tropics over here so that's it i'm gonna shut up now enjoy this fucking shit show and dm me please (laughs) please um if you listen or when you listen dm me and just tell me what you think honestly but i love you guys have a beautiful new year we're gonna have a beautiful 2022 i can't fucking wait and know your damn worth okay love you all and enjoy probably cry so yeah i mean look at me (laughs) okay (laughs) hi guys we're back with um this is a very impromptu episode was not on the agenda it's the 30th of december and i just got a little heartbroken yesterday and so i figured i wanted to talk about it and i don't know that i'll ever post another man on my social media until i'm married (laughs) but not that i even posted him but we talked about him right he was a character so I almost want to like close it and um, I think there are a lot of lessons in what happened and so that's what I want to share more. I want people to learn from me, from my mistakes and I asked Emily to join me because, well, A, I just love her, B, she met him and saw us together a lot, probably the most out of all my friends and C um you've just been you've been there with me from when I met him to like what happened yesterday yeah and you're also so woke in this so I'm like this is like it's perfect like it's actually perfect and I don't, I don't want to come on here and talk about this by myself and I debated even talking about it in general like I literally just texted him and I'm like should I even do this but like I actually feel like sharing it I don't know why but I do I think when you share so much of your life and you shared the high points and I think it's not like you owe it to your audience but like I think that's fair yeah I could easily I could have easily not posted anything yesterday not posted shit this weekend and then showed up on Monday and just been like what's up guys and then if anybody ever asked me something about him I would have just dodged a bullet and like oh no like it's done I could have done that but that's not real life and we said that we were gonna post highs and lows about things exactly. that happen so we posted exactly. the high and unfortunately there's a low and now we're here to talk about it yeah so this is is this your fifth time on the podcast i think so. <laughs> i think it's the fifth yeah okay fifth and counting okay so here we go i have a little outline which i don't normally like to do but i just don't want to go all over the place um and i want to like keep it a little bit organized so first i'm just going to give you guys a little backstory of like how we met and what the fuck the situation ship even was. And then I want to hear Emily's like perspective. So I met this guy in June and he approached me, didn't live in the same city. 
And we had a great date the next day. I got a really good vibe. I was like, holy fuck, first impression. What a gentleman, so kind, like so polite, so like, you know, he presented himself as very, um, not naive, but like, just that he was a very good guy. And Emily's just nodding her head. Yeah, like a very good guy in the sense of like, you know, doesn't sleep around, doesn't do this, doesn't do that. Like, just like, you know, I was like, holy fuck, like, who is this man, right? Like, no social media, nothing. And ever since that day that we met, we like kept talking, not every day at the beginning, obviously, but like, that's when it started. And as it kept going, I kept thinking the same thing of like, wow, like, he's such a great guy. Like, the way that I would describe him to everybody was like, he's like literally an angel. Like, what a great guy. However, there's a lot of baggage there. Um, and we'll get into that in a second, but that's how I would describe him and the situationship, because I don't really know what to call it, honestly. Um, you know, it just kept progressing, but very slowly. But he was doing, he was treating me like his girlfriend in the sense of like, I mean, tell me, am I, am I crazy for saying that? Like no. talking every day, calling me every day, going on trips together. He would come to visit me, come to Miami all the time. He would fly out just to have dinner with me, um, sending me dinner all the time when I had a bad day, buying me gifts. Like, I'm sorry. Holding your hand. Like in public, we were it looked like a couple, like, you know, I met his friends, he met my friends, like, you know, towards the end. Um, so like the last month or so, like when I've been home, like, you know, it was my mom's birthday. He sent us a whole meal for her birthday. He bought her things in Turkey. He would always ask me about her. He would say hi on FaceTime. They talked on FaceTime a few different times, not like full conversations, but like definitely not like, you know, you get what I'm trying to say here. Um, and I guess I feel like I have to defend myself in a way because it's like, it's, it was so short and there was no title. And I know that that doesn't mean I'm not allowed to feel hurt. I know that. But for some reason, I feel like I have to like defend like how, uh, what's the right word? Like what actually happened and what was, what it, what it entailed, even though we weren't boyfriend, girlfriend, even though it was only what, five, six months of my life, right? There was still a lot of depth in the way that we were, that we were treating each other. And on his end, his fucking gestures and all the lavish things that he would do. It just like, you, you, you help me out here. Like, you know what I'm trying to say, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I mean, as we progress in this conversation, I think like, you shouldn't have to defend yourself, but like, as no. I think you are, because I think if someone who's a stranger and hears the end result, they might think something different, but like, I, like I saw it firsthand. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. you, you don't have to defend yourself. Anybody in your situation would have had no idea that what was about to happen was going to happen. You know what I mean? So like, so that was the situation ship. And, um, towards the end, I guess, like, I mean, the last time I saw him was two weeks ago. He came to Miami, stayed with me for the weekend. And then I had invited him to come here to Costa Rica on Christmas weekend because he doesn't celebrate Christmas. And I was like, I mean, I would love to spend time with him here. And I feel bad if he's just like at home doing nothing, like me being the fucking moron that I am. Um, but you know, that didn't work out and whatever. So what I'm saying is there were plans. He was, there was plans for my birthday. He kept talking about my birthday, which is coming up and different, just 
you guys know where I'm going with this. So that's kind of where we were at. And before I continue, I guess I want to hear. So what should I should I actually talk about the red flags first and then hear what you have to say? No, let me say what I have to say because okay. it's positive things. Okay. So, yeah, before we get into the bad stuff, tell me yeah. your, your first impression and just like aside from the baggage that I've mentioned, what you thought. Yeah. So, okay, my first impression of him was before I met him, the way you described him was like he is very like mysterious in a way um, and a little reserved, but like super polite super polite and super respectful, like just the definition of a gentleman, whatever you envision that to be was how he portrayed himself. And this is the way Lisa described him to me. When I met him, he was the definition of a, of a gentleman, you know, like he was always taking care of us, always picked up the bill, always went out of his way to like deliver us stuff, get us breakfast, you know, book us reservations, like what do, what do you guys want to do? Let's do this. Let's, like, it was always like a group thing. He was always very intentional with what he did. And when I met him for the first time and saw Lisa and Mr. Gray kind of interact, I was like, whole like, he, like, I think he loves her. Like, I think like, he's like falling in love with her. Like he was just the way he looked at you and like the way he acted around you. He was just very, very much like, this is my girl. And I, I almost felt like I'm about to cry. I mean, cry if you want to, but I, I almost felt like he was five steps ahead of you all the time. Like, I felt like you were the one being like, whoa, like pump the brakes. And he was the one that was like trying to date you really fast. You know, like I, I never, I never um, saw, I see a couple red flags, mostly in his friends. And we can talk about this later about like, the people you surround yourself with really depict who you are. But compared to his friends, he was like such a beautiful soul. He was just so nice. And he was, he portrayed himself. And I, I use the word portrayed because I don't think it's his true colors, but he portrayed himself to be like very innocent. Like very. No, that's, that's, that's what I was trying to say. Innocent and like so fucking genuine like i like i want i don't i'm like appalled like i'm truly appalled because i'm like anyway i well when you called me and we'll talk about that i i I think my mouth was open the entire time like i'm i did not i will explain what happened but just did not see this coming because he portrayed himself to be like almost like I want to describe him as like a a little puppy, like a lost puppy where like he's so innocent and like so cute to look at. And like, you like, like, yeah, it was, it was, I was always, I was almost like, you're the, the way that you are, the person that you are, it's almost like too good to be true. Like, I don't understand this. Yeah. It was. Yeah. But he was also very, very like, um, if you got upset or if you were upset, he was very like anxiety driven. Like, yeah. need to fix something, need to do something. Like, don't be mad, don't be mad. Why are you mad? Like, he was always, like, so, like, attentive, in a way, to your emotions. Yeah. And I, I would just describe him as, a, as like, a, a, like, a gentleman. Yeah. Okay, so I want to go on with red flags, because um, this is important. And so I have two little sections here. And it's, like, first, like, the red flags that I saw, but that he, like, you know, spoke about and was, like, 
honest about. And then also then the ones that I saw but ignored. And so, you know, towards the beginning, um, it's like hard, right? Because I at this point, I want to say everything, but I also I'm not a piece of shit and I'm not going to like drag someone's life through the mud. Um, but I don't really think it matters. Like what I'm going to show you. So, yeah. So he, so the red flags that not, I don't want to say this as a red flag. I'm saying like, personally, I wasn't, you know, intending to date somebody who had just gotten out of a marriage. Right. So like a very long, heavy relationship. And so that was obviously to me like, okay, that's like a big deal. Um, but we talked about that and we were talking about it all the time. And so like, it was, I guess, not a red flag, but like that was baggage, but it was something that we spoke about. It was something that I knew I was getting myself into. And I'll talk about this more because as more things kept unfolding, I just thought to myself, and I would have so many conversations about this with my best friends. And I would just say like, yeah, I know all this baggage. I get it. I, I we talk about it, but to me, he's worth it to me. It's worth it for me to just like stick around and just kind of I'm not saying I'm going to marry the fucking guy, but to me, it's worth it to just wait and see what happens, like wait and progress because I've never met a guy like this. So that was my mentality. And then like the red flags that I saw that I ignored were really in the last month, I want to say. Um, and it was just like, I mean, obviously now knowing what I know and I look back, there are fucking millions, but the ones that I at least knew like a few days ago. And even when you would ask me, remember like this last week, you've been like, so how's Mr. Gray? I wouldn't even answer the question. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I don't even know what I feel, yeah. but I've been feeling weird the last few weeks. Um, obviously Turkey, I mean, was amazing. I was on cloud nine. I had the best time of my life. It was incredible. Like it sucks so bad because I feel like it was just not true. You know, like none of it was real. Maybe. I don't know. Fuck me. <laughs> but I mean, it's hard. Like you had a great trip with him. Well, it's not even just that one trip though. You know, it's like, I think what hurts so much, well, there's so many things, but what hurts me so much is like, I've never done this with someone. Like yeah. I've never opened up like that to somebody. I've never traveled with a guy. I've never had somebody in my space. Like to me, that's a big deal. Like that might not be a big deal to anybody else, but like, I don't do that with guys. Like I don't. So when I do, it's special. It actually means something to me. Anyway, so after Turkey, I was like, oh my God, it was amazing and, and whatever. And um, he came to Miami, like I said, two weeks ago. And we had a weird trip um, for like a list of reasons. But I was just feeling anxious. And like I, I kept having this anxiety of like, I know that we're taking it slow. But it's also like we're taking it slow. However, you're treating me like your girlfriend. So like, I don't know what the fuck slow means. And if this is slow, then what's fast. And like, I like, I really needed some reassurance because I felt like there was just so much ambiguity. And like, again, I being the dumb fuck that I am was patient and was like, I will take it slow. I understand you have so many things going on. I understand you're dealing with a lot of things right now. So I will be patient and wait. And I neglected things I needed because I thought, you know, I'm just going to wait and I'm going to let him like figure his shit out. And I don't want to be, I don't want to overwhelm him right now. And that's mistake number one. Like, that's not fair to me. Like I have needs and I just ignored them to sad, to, to make sure I was making him comfortable. That's not okay. Mm-hmm. So I started feeling anxious like this last, this last month, honestly, I just started feeling like I just can't deal with this ambiguity and like dating is weird and hard, obviously. But at this point it's like, you know, 
we talk every day. He calls me every day. We've been on a trip together. We're planning trips. He comes to see me all the time. Like, I felt like, okay, like, I need something. Like, I don't need you to tell me I'm your girlfriend, but, like, I needed something. And, like, it always just felt like he was, like, pushing his feelings down. And I was doing the same, obviously, because I'm, I was way more reserved knowing what I knew. But I always just felt like, I don't know, like, I could tell he felt more, but, like, was, was, like, almost, like, fighting it in a way. Now everything makes sense. But anyway, so those were kind of the red flags, just like, oh, sorry. So that like just being anxious, being really fucking anxious. And I know as an anxious being, I know the difference between a man making me feel anxious and me just being anxious in general. And I shouldn't have, I should have listened to that because I felt the same fucking shit in January of of this year. And then the other thing was just like the, like the communication patterns have always been weird. We've never been like up each other's ass all day, but it was like even weirder these last weeks, right? Like, I don't know, like all the nights, like he would just disappear or like, you know, just like, I don't know. I could tell, I could just feel something. So like the times where like on an average day, he would like call you or FaceTime you, he wasn't doing that. It was, um, no, he would, but now everything makes sense. That's the crazy thing. Right. But it's like, like, what's an example for people who like, like an example, like he would call me like in the afternoon and almost, and now, now that I'm looking at it, it was almost like he would call me in the afternoon kind of probably to like get it over with so that he could then go on and do what he was doing at night and not have to worry about me like wanting to talk or anything. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Nights were like always like, if I would ever try to call or if I, if I would ever try to text lately, these last few weeks, oh, I'm with my sister. I can't. Oh, I'm talking to my parents on the phone. Shit that you're not going to be like, I don't believe you. Like he has never given me a reason to not trust him. So I did. And he would look me dead ass in the face multiple fucking times this whole time and been like, you're the only girl I'm talking to while I'm talking to you. I'm only talking to you out of respect. Like you're the only person I'm interested in. You're the only, like I had never asked for that. Emily fucking knows. I never asked to hear that, but he would say that to me multiple fucking times, multiple times. And a dumb bitch believed it. Right. (sighs) But the next thing I want to talk about is because I don't want because I think this is also like, you know, a point of conversation is like what happened with him in my roster, because obviously I've talked we've talked about that before. And like, so basically, at the beginning, like I said, I did have a roster and he was on it, but he quickly moved up. And very soon into it, I was like, I don't really care about these other guys because I'm like so happy with him. Emily was with me in Miami the night that I said to her, I want to tell him that I don't really give a fuck about my roster because he knew about it because I was honest about it because I don't want to lead anybody on. So I was honest about what I was doing, but I felt like we were at such a good point that I was like, you know, if I were him, I would want to know that like the girl that I'm really into that I'm only speaking to is not really vibing with these other dudes. Yeah. Yeah. So you remember that night, right? I went, I called him Mm -hmm. and his reaction was kind of like weird and I was upset. And then that whole Mm -hmm. night he he was calling us all night. He sent us dinner. He sent us breakfast. Remember? Yeah, I do remember. So anyway, with the roster, he kept going outside of the club or the bar. Right, and he kept calling me. I was like, you know what? Like, I was drunk, but I was like, I shouldn't have said that. Like, never mind. Like, my roster's back on. Like, whatever. Yeah. And we was like, you're not, you're not being emotionally mature. And I'm like, yeah, well, he didn't give me the answer I wanted. And so he just was apologizing and apologizing and paragraphs and let me send you this and let me do this and da, 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 just like trying to make it right. Right. 
He was like, of course I'm happy. I don't want you to talk. Whatever. So then after that, um, you know, truthfully, like the roster died down because I didn't care. I was like, I don't really care about these guys. I'm not really craving um, anything else. And like, as much as I talk shit, as much as I talk about rosters and that I love men and whatever, which I do, I'm also a human and a Scorpio moon. And I'm super fucking loyal when I care about some somebody. And like, once I started to really care about him, like no matter the roster that I had, my blinders just went on. Right. And like, naturally, naturally, naturally. And I could feel them coming on, but I kept trying to fight them. And I remember because I, we, you and I would talk about this and you would tell me like, how's it going? How are you feeling? How's the roster? And I would tell you, oh, like, I'm just like going with the flow, like whatever. Like I was trying so hard to like play it cool. But deep down, I was like, I don't give a fuck about any of these other guys right now. Right. And you probably knew that you were like, Lisa, like, yeah, absolutely. Like you, but it naturally got to that point, you know, like it wasn't like one day you turned all everybody off and you're like, yeah, he's the one. It's like, no, it was like progressively. Yeah. You had that connection. That was like the natural next step. Like that's where you guys were. Like, you yeah. Met him there. Yeah. And I was like, you know, yeah, whatever. That's just what happened. Um, I will say so- when I, so you talked about red, the red flags and like, I agree with you because obviously like I see your perspective when you tell me these things, but like an outsider looking in, I just thought about this. The one red flag for me. And this is like not knowing you and not knowing him was he was always on his fucking phone. Yeah, dude. Fuck. He was but always on his fucking phone. This is the problem with so much of what I'm going to tell you guys is that the justification for so much shady behavior yes. was his complicated last relationship. Yes. That was the excuse. And so we all were like, oh, we get it. You know, it, he can't say anything. You can't say anything about that. Little did we all fucking know that was the least of worries. And I'm not saying I'm not saying that might not might not have been an issue. Like I've been, I was with him many times when like that was an issue. I'm not saying it wasn't, but that wasn't the whole thing. That wasn't the whole story. I remember we were at Barseco with all of us, Manana, me, you. Oh, the night that shit exploded. Yeah. And he was, that night, he was glued to his phone. And he was like, I'm dealing with shit. I'm dealing with shit. I'm dealing with shit. What are you going to say to somebody when they say, and that's always, like always. Um, Yeah. Anyway. And again, me being the dumb fuck, I'm like, it's fine. I get it. Like, what am I going to say if you're like going through something and dealing with something? Like, what am I going to say? I was like, I need, I need to be, I need to be supportive. I need to be patient. That's what I did. Of course. But any person, any person with a heart would say that doesn't make you dumb. So yeah, I think like I kept, I think I really downplayed how I felt about him the last months because I obviously was scared, obviously felt vulnerable, same old shit. Um, But also I was anxious because I knew, you know, the baggage that was coming. However, (laughs) Um, come to find out the baggage that I was worried about wasn't even the problem this entire time, but I didn't know that. So that's why I kept like, I think downplaying it to you, to myself, to everybody. But now, you know, seeing how hurt I am, like, I think it, not that it shows how much I cared. I think you probably knew how much I cared, but anyway, then I wrote like how I've been feeling the last few weeks. I already said that I felt uneasy. I felt like I needed more reassurance, but I was scared to ask for it because I didn't want to come off too like needy or anything. And honestly, like these last two weeks, like I've been kind of at this like breaking point almost where I'm like, I'm about to just tell him I'm walking away. But I like, 
I was like, he's worth the mess to me. Like I kept saying that to myself. I'm like, nope, like just don't walk away yet. Like just don't walk away yet. Like I know you're getting, I was getting to the point where I was like, I don't think I, I like, I think I deserve better than this. Like, I think I do just like, I don't think I'm asking for too much when I just like, don't want you to leave me on red at night. Or like, if like, I'm always wondering how your days are. And like, he never would ask me anything. And like, obviously now looking back, I can say that right in the moment. It didn't feel like that. And when we were together, we would talk, it was fine. And sometimes I would have been, and he would listen and whatever, but it was so much of like, you know, I've, now looking back, like, I feel like everything he would just fix with like a gift or like sending me something or like this or that. Like when in reality, I'm like, I don't want your shit. I want you to just be there for me. Like, that's it. Like on Tuesday, he said on Tuesday, guys, it's Thursday today. And shit went down yesterday, Tuesday. He sent me chocolate covered strawberries, apologizing for he called me that day and I was annoyed and he saw it on my face and he's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? I'm like, I'm a little annoyed. And he's like, why? He's like, I know, I know actually, like, I know I've been so bad on my phone. Like I know I'm like, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm done texting you. Honestly, like I have no desire to text you because it's not fun to like text you anymore because I just feel like you never fucking answer. And like, we don't talk all day. So like, whenever we do talk, like, I don't, I don't like, I, his biggest thing with me at the beginning was that I was a really bad communicator and that I was really bad texting. Remember he would bitch about that. Yeah. And I made the effort to fix it with him to like be attentive, to answer when he texted me. So it's like, whatever, everything makes sense now. But so I was annoyed on Tuesday. He sent me chocolate covered strawberries. They're in the garbage now. Actually I ate one yesterday. So that's how I was feeling. I've been feeling like at breaking point, but I was just like, just wait, just wait for him to get his shit together. Just wait for him to get his shit together. Whatever. Let's fast forward to what happened yesterday. <sighs> okay. Let's see what I'm going to say. Um, all right. So Tuesday, Tuesday, he sends me the strawberries. I'm so appreciative. That was at like 5 PM. Then he disappeared. He's like, I'll text you later. And never did. I wait around like an idiot and I go to bed at like 11.15. I wake up the next morning and I have two texts at 11.30, which is 12.30 his time. So like late, right? And he was like, are you awake? I was asleep, obviously. So I answer. I'm like, hey, are you okay? You know what? I'm going to pull up my phone, even though seeing his name makes my stomach like sink to the ground. Let's go up, shall we? All right. Strawberries. Okay. So yesterday, I was like, I was asleep. How do you feel? He's like, I drank too much. I'm dying now. I'm like, just cause or did something happen? Like, who gets fucked up on a Tuesday? Right. Um, I mean, no shade, but, you know, whatever. That's a whole other story. So he's like, something. Yeah. You're going to say it. Something he did quite often. Well, I wasn't going to say that. He did. He's like, yeah, something did happen, but I need to get on some meetings now. So I'll text you later. And I'm like, that's kind of cryptic. I had a fucking feeling, dude. At this point, I had just finished recording the podcast episode, my New Year's episode. Thank God, because then everything went to shit. I'm like, that's kind of cryptic. Are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm fine now. And me, the fucking clown. I'm like, okay, I'm here if you need anything. <laughs> He's like, thank you. Then I send him a picture of half a chocolate-covered strawberry, and I go, breakfast. That's the only thing I had to eat yesterday, by the way. I send him that. He goes, are you eating that for breakfast? And then I'm like, wait. I start getting phone calls from the city where he lives. I get two phone calls back to back and I'm like, 
that's weird. I always get spam calls, but never from that fucking city. And I always get spam calls from North Carolina because that's where my phone's like, that's where I got my line randomly. So I text him and I'm like, like so fucking naive. So fucking, I have no idea what's going on. I'm like, someone from, from blank just called me weird. He's like, don't pick up. And at that point, my stomach literally goes 180 and I'm like, what's going on? So I'm like, why? He's like, what's the number? I'm like, why? He's like, no, 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 just chill. What's the number? I send him the number and he goes figured. And I'm like, who is it? He's like, long story, just don't pick up for now. And I go, no, you can't do that. What the fuck? And I thought it was his last uh, relationship, right? I thought she was calling me. And fuck, dude, I don't know what to say here. Like, am I going to go? Like, I don't want to, I don't know if I give all the details. Like, I would, but up to you. So it wasn't her. It was another woman calling me. So I say, he goes, oh, it's a friend. I'm like, how do they have my number? My phone, got it from my phone. Let me preface this by saying at this this very moment, this conversation, he's like typing, not typing, typing, not typing, typing, not typing. Like he is, I know his world's like flipping out right now. And I'm like, how? Like, this is making me so anxious. Like, what the fuck happened? He's like, I got drunk last night and somebody went through my emails and phone. I said, someone? He goes, yeah, that girl. I said, so you had a girl over. Goes, girl and another guy. Yeah, no other guy. That girl? Oh, the number. The friend. Yeah, the friend. And he's like, now they're digging and figuring shit out. You won't be in trouble, so don't worry about it. And I didn't answer because at that point, I'm sitting here like, something is not fucking adding up and I'm not a moron. And he goes, don't go silent on me now. Like, hello, hello, hello. And I'm like, I literally say like, something's not adding up. I blocked the number because they kept calling me. So at that point, I call him. I said, I'm just going to call you in a second. I go in my room and I call him. I'm out here in the terrace working. I go to my room and I call him and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? He's not in meetings. He's laying in bed, hungover. And I'm like, well, I don't know if he took meetings, okay, to be fair, but who can believe a word he says at this point? So I'm like, um, what's going on? And he's like, so M, he was like, I've never seen him like that before. Like, he almost looked numb. Like, he looked like, like, just didn't know what to say. So hesitant. Could barely could get words out. He looked caught. He looked caught. He was just laying there like, like, I wish you guys could see the video, but he was just like so hesitant to speak. And he was like, so a friend da, 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 came over last night. And so I got really drunk and, you know, my, I, I was playing music on my phone. And when I went to the bathroom, like she got my phone and she saw our messages and she got, I guess she put your number down and now she's calling cause she's digging things up and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but who is this person? Like, I don't understand. Right. Like, why would a friend be digging into your life? Yeah. Right. Right. And so he starts telling me, he starts explaining it in the sketchiest fucking way. And I'm like, I say, I say to him, I'm like, I'm not an idiot. Like, what the fuck is going on? And he's like, and I'm not yelling, honestly, I'm being really calm. And I'm like, I don't get it. I'm confused. Like, can you please explain this to me? Because he's being so fucking like, I don't, I don't just don't understand what he's saying. And he's like, so this, you know, it's this friend I've, I've known her for years. Like, you know, she came over last night, you know, blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, she's just figuring out stuff and, and just like a mess of what he was saying. And I'm like, I, 
he's like, you know, I've always liked her and she's always liked me, but like, like nothing can happen and like nothing's ever happened. And like, so I'm sitting there like this, I, I'm looking at him and I'm like, I feel really weird right now. I don't even know what to say. And he's like, I'm sorry. I know. Like, I'm like, I'm like, why are they fucking calling me? What does she want to say to me? And he's like, I, I don't know. He's just like, wants to know, like, I don't, like, I, no answer. So I'm like, I'm like, I blocked her. But if you want me to speak to her, I'll unblock her and I'll tell her to fuck off. And he's like, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. At that point, I'm getting like riled up. So I hang up the phone. I'm like, he's like, let me just talk to her. Like, it's fine. Mind you, we had two conversations before I spoke to her. And both of which, you know, when you're FaceTiming someone and you can see how many, like somebody's calling you, like you yeah. can see the person like, bro, it was like that every second, every second, every second, every second. He's like, fuck, she's calling me. She's calling me. And I'm just sitting there like, what the fuck is going on? blindsided to no fucking to no end so I hang up the phone and I, and he texts me and he's like I'm so sorry for you getting calls and being in this mess I checked the number and it is the girl I told you that I like and she likes me she was over last night she 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 was over last night and she went through my phone and she saw your number and messages we've been talking for multiple years blah 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 at that moment I call him immediately and I go if you and this girl are speaking to each other and hanging out together I want absolutely no part in this and he was like, okay, no, I understand. Like, no, 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 like, no, nothing. It's nothing is happening. Like we've known each other forever. Like, like nothing is going to da, 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 da. And I'm like, I'm like, this sounds really disrespectful. And he's like, I know you're right. I'm sorry. And I'm like, I don't even have words, honestly, at that point. I'm just like, I just, I don't even know what to say. And so I said to him, I'm like, you know what? I think I'm just, about, I think I'm just going to walk away. Um, and I'm, I'm like crying at this point. Like my eyes are watery. I'm like, I think I'm just, this is, I feel weird. I feel disrespected. I feel like, I feel like if I walked away, you wouldn't give a fuck. And he was like, no, no. Like, you know how much you mean to me. Like, please don't walk away. Like, please don't, you know, I want you in my life. Like, I want you in my life. Please don't leave my life. Like, I'm like, well, it doesn't feel like that. And he's like, well, then I need to show you that I mean that. I need to show you. I need to figure out a way to show you that that's what I mean. All the while, still getting calls and calls and calls and calls and calls. And I'm like, how would you feel right now if you were me? And he was like, I would be yelling at you. I would be so upset. I would be this. I would be that. Mind you, this whole time, he's like, nothing happened. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. So I'm just sitting there like, I feel disgusting. My heart's like, I feel gross. I feel sick to my stomach. I'm like, I don't I don't even know. I'm like, what do you want? Like, what do you even want from me right now? And he's like, I need you to give me a chance. I need you to give me a chance to just like fix this mess. And I still hadn't like caught on when he was like, just let me, just let me just like fix this. And like, just like, let me just show you everything. And I, and I know there's so many things about me that you still don't know. Like, let me just like tell you everything and show you everything. And then like, and then you can decide if you want to leave, but I don't want you to leave now. You know, I want you in my life. You know how much you mean to me. You know how much you care, blah, 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 blah. And she wouldn't stop calling him. And I'm like, why does she want to talk to me so badly? And he's like, you know, I've told her that like, we're friends, but like, you know, that I, you know, that I, I haven't told that many people about you. And like my guy friends know, but like, I, I, you know, my, my ex like lives in the same area. So like, I have to keep this like down low because of the mess. That was always the excuse, right? Like that was always the thing. Which is believable. Right. It's totally believable. I didn't care. I was like, that's fine. I understand. And I did meet a bunch of his friends. So in my head, I'm like, oh, like I'm not totally hidden, you know? Absolutely. I mean, I met some of his friends. You met some of his friends. Right. Yeah. Um, so at that point, I'm like, you know what? I'm unblocking her. Tell her to call me. I think he was just 
fucking caught. And she, he was like, they, she found your Instagram. Like she sent me a picture of your Instagram. Like, yeah. So I think like, I think he was fucking caught. She was not leaving him alone and she was bombarding him. And she, I think Instagram. Yeah. And I think at this point he probably knew like, this girl's going to reach me. However, she's going to reach me. Right. So we hang up the phone. I unblock her. And the second I unblock her, she calls me. And she just starts going ham, telling me. Wait, that- sorry. So you, you're like, hello. And what does she say? So she calls me. I go, hello. She goes, hi, Lisa. I'm like, hi, yeah, this is Lisa. I'm like so nice, so polite, so everything. I'm like, yeah, hi. I, I, I asked him, what's her name? Tell her she can call me. What's her name? He told me her name. And he was like, I told you what I've told her. Like, she doesn't need to know all the details. Like, blah, 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 blah. Me being an idiot was like, oh, yeah, it's because of, you know, the whole thing and whatever. He was like, please be careful what you say and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, okay. I'm like, hi, yeah, this is Lisa. She's like, hi, Lisa. Like, she just, um, like, starts, like, word vomiting. She's like, I, like, for five minutes straight, she just kept talking. I didn't say a word. Like, she was like, Lisa, are you there? Because I was just like this. Like, my jaw was on the floor. And she was like, listen, Lisa, I'm so sorry to bother you. I'm so sorry to drag you into this. I don't know what he's told you. But I have been seeing this man for the past four years on and off. And we have been spending day and night together. And I just, and I knew something was off these last few months. And I found you on his phone yet last night. And I put the pieces together. And now everything makes sense. And now I understand why he would always go to Miami. And now da, 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 da. And I don't need to elaborate on every single thing she said, but you guys get the picture. She sat there for probably 20 minutes, just her speaking. I didn't get one word in because I had nothing to say. And she just kept listing every single thing about, she knew the entire timeline of when we met and everything and how, you know, I guess she was being lied to completely. Yeah. Just kept going and going and going and going. And she was like, he's been lying to me this whole time. He's so manipulative. Um, he, she was like, he, I'm, I'm, I'm quoting her by the way. That's what she's, she was saying to me. She was like, he's a, he's a compulsive liar. Like, she's like, I, I, I can't believe anything. Like I'm, I'm in shock. Like, I know I'm not supposed to be in this mess. Like I'm in a huge mess myself, but like as a woman, like I needed to tell you this and like, I just, you can do whatever you want, but I needed to give you the information because like, this is not okay. And like, yeah. So I'm like shaking at this point. He's like texting me like, did she call you? Did she call you? Did she call you? Obviously he's freaking the fuck out. And, um, yeah, so she's calling, she's telling me all these things and I tell her like, okay, listen, she's like, Lisa, I have screenshots. I have anything you want. Ask me anything. Do you have any questions? Do you want me to send you anything? Like she sent me a bunch of screenshots. Um, and she kept sending them to me. And I, after we hung up, she kept, we were texting for a sec and for a bit actually. And she kept sending me screenshots and I had to ask her to stop because every single screenshot was just more painful than the other. And I was like, I get it. I don't need to see this anymore. Yeah. And she's like, I know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just like, she's like, I want you to like have everything you need, you know? And so I tell her, I'm like, Hey, like, I'm going to hang up now. Thank you for telling me, but I'm going to hang up so I can call him and tell him to fuck off. And she's like, no, but I also did it. And I'm just like, kept telling me more things and everything was pieced together. And every single, you know, just, I mean, I've been, I was lied to for five months. Everything was, everything was a lie. Everything was a lie. Everything now I don't even like, that's the shitty part is like, now I can't even piece like what was true. What wasn't like even things he would say, 
now I'm like, oh, like it probably that probably wasn't true. Like, you know, moments when he would tell me that he was on a trip by himself, it was actually with her. Um, and he was sending me pictures the whole time and telling me he missed me the whole time and asking me to send him photos of my, like, it's just like absolutely disgusting, disgusting. And all the while playing this victim fucking role of the situation he's in. That's the most frustrating part where it's like, you just, you almost just felt bad for him this whole time while he's there toying with people's hearts and like, whatever, let me just finish this story. So I hung, I hang up, I call him immediately he won't pick up. He's like shitting his pants. And I'm like, answer the fucking phone. Well, I didn't say that, but I said, call me. And I said his name. Cause I never say his name. Like I texted him his name. I'm like, call me. He calls me. And I was in such a shock that I didn't even cry until the end. And I just looked at him and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, what? I'm like, she told me everything. And he's like, I don't know what she told you. And as I start telling, yeah, I know. And as I start like uncovering everything, he's like, I mean, he had nothing to say, right? He just kept saying like, I just, he, like when I said to him like, oh, that trip you told me you were by yourself, you were with her. He's like, well, I didn't want to tell you that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I was like, you, I, all I said, I think after that was I am heartbroken right now. And he was like, I know, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And then I- And then I started crying and I said, I'm done. And I hung up the phone and then he started bombarding me with messages. And then she was also texting me and he was texting me the same things he was texting her and she was sending it to me. And I was like, this is fucking nuts, dude. Like I just like, so anyway, I just want to read the last message I sent him or one of them. Maybe it's just that one of the things that makes me so angry about this is that I, in the last probably month and a half had have had maybe three or four conversations with him being like, Hey, like I'm feeling anxious about this. Like, I think I'm going to walk away. Like, I think I'm going to like, just like let you like heal and like do your thing and like whatever, because I'm just feeling like anxious about this. And like, I just don't feel like you're emotionally available. I don't feel like there's space in your life for me. And, and as I would say these things, he would just like totally convince me otherwise. So in one of the messages I sent him last, I'm like, how, I was like, I, I asked him, I'm like, how selfish can you be to play with people like that? And, and, and how many times did I tell you that I wanted to leave and you begged me to stay? Like, why, why don't you just let me go? And like the worries that I had about what I thought was going to be ultimately the breaking point of this, none of that mattered. None of that was even the problem. I don't understand how he has the fucking time to do this. To deal with a divorce, a woman, and me. And something else. And, and, I, yeah, that's what happened. They're all mad as well. All the wildlife (laughs) is pissed. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I have a question. If, you know, looking back, is there something that is there a moment where your gut told you that like this doesn't feel right and yeah. you went against it? Like can you remember that point? Like ten of them in the last month. So what do you think yeah. that, when you look back and like you think about like the lesson to be learned, like what do you think it is? I wrote a few down because I didn't want to forget, but 
I was reminded with this shitty situation, I was reminded of how strong my intuition is and how ignoring it is such a mistake. It's such a mistake. And this has happened to me twice this year with men where I know something and I feel something, but because I care too much, I hold on or because I'm like, oh, maybe I'm just anxious. Maybe I'm just anxious. Maybe I'm just being needy. Maybe I'm, no, you're fucking not being needy. I was asking for the bare fucking minimum and I'm a fucking queen. I don't deserve the bare minimum. Yeah. I told my therapist about this today. Like we didn't have a session, but I texted her yesterday and I'm like, this fucker broke my heart and a piece of it, not the whole thing, just a piece of it. But I don't want to give him that much credit, you know, but, um, and she said something to me that was so like, I loved to hear it because she said like, I know that you're hurting, but I I don't want you to forget that he served a purpose for you because you were really on the bench of like not taking chances, not opening up, not letting guys in, not being vulnerable, not even taking that next step in like a date and dating. Um, and he provided an experience for you. And even if it ended, like, even if it ended poorly, she was like, try to focus on the bigger picture that you branched out and you did things that you would have probably never, like that you were so neglect, like reluctant to do. And that's such tremendous personal growth, regardless of the fact that he was the wrong guy to do it with. Right. But I think I just feel like, I just feel so dumb, you know, like, and I know I didn't, I know I can't, right. Cause I didn't do anything, but it's like, I just could never do that to someone. That could, this situation can really happen to anybody. And I feel like there's people who are probably listening that either have been the girl in the four-year relationship or in your position. I think when it, when you look at, and like, I agree, sure, distance, it's easier, but I don't look at it that way. I look at it oh, as- this can happen anywhere. This right. can happen anywhere. I but just, for him, it was, it was a perk. Like, he had a perk of like, oh, she doesn't live here. So like, I can get away with anything. Right. I I feel like for you, like, let's forget about Mr. Gray for a second. And like you in the situation, I think, I think the way that I would approach it is the way like your therapist explained it, where it's like, (sighs) you think about where you were in the summer, right? Like you had this roster, you were having fun, there's a lot of people, but like, you weren't really taking the next step with anybody. And like what happened last January, like really fucked you up. Right. So here comes Mr. Gray. He served his purpose in the sense of like, you had that experience with him. You, I think you screenshotted her message when she said like, let me remind you that you told me that he wasn't the one. So like you had your experience with him and it ended fast and it ended hard. And I think it was like, you know, whatever you guys believe in God, the universe, it, it was the higher power saying to you like this, is done. There's no coming back from this. It ended in a very betraying way where like he will not be able to recover, but you take that learning lesson and now you're going to apply it to like your future partners. You know what hurts? And I was telling this to uh, JP last night is like, and maybe this is ego. Maybe this is whatever, but you guys all know. And I talk about this all the time is like the biggest thing that I work on is my self-worth and how I feel about myself. Like that to me is so important because it's changed my life. Right. Yeah. So when something like this happens, it makes me feel like just like not worthy, you yeah. know? Cause I'm like, if he like saw my worth, like he wouldn't do that. 
And it's like, I know I can't think that way. But what I said to him also last night was like, you know what I want? Not right now. I don't want a fucking dick near me for a hot second. But I said to him, I'm like, I want someone who is like terrified to lose me. Like, I want someone who would never even put themselves in a position to fuck something up even remotely. And, like, it just sucks because, like, I hate that I am this way. Like, I love it about myself, but I hate it about myself. And I know a lot of people can relate to this where it's, like, when I care, like, I will stand in front of a bus for you. Like, I would send him dinner all the time. I would, like, I would just do so many. It's not even about that. I know it's not about the gestures, but it's, like just worrying and always checking in and all the while knowing like she was there this whole time like I feel like a fool you know and like it's it makes like JP last night was like I want you to be mad like he was like I I don't want you to be sad I want you to be mad because how dare he do this to you absolutely absolutely but then it, it fucks with me right I'm like fuck like he didn't think I was like worth it and i'm not saying i don't think it's i don't think as honestly i do not think it has anything to do with you i don't think he thinks he's worthy of having a really really stable great relationship he's not. i don't think he thinks he's worthy of it and he's not i'm sorry but that comes from his self-worth like it's never about you it's never about the person it's always about him and like that's so moment it's so hard to not take it personally though a hundred percent and i say this not being in the situation if i was in it i would take it very personally as well but yeah sometimes we need to like take a step back and remember that like it almost never has anything to do with us and it sucks because you had those experiences and those memories no, it's like the way that he lied i know and it's scary things but it's scary to me the way he lied where now i'm like I said this to JP last night. I'm like, he was my therapist last night. I was like, how the fuck am I supposed to believe somebody again? Because I don't want this to taint me. I don't want to be, a. I, I want a beautiful relationship one day. I don't know when that's going to be, but I want a beautiful relationship one day. And I don't want to have to have all these fucking trust issues and, and, and not, and like be scared and this and that and whatever. And I know what you said, like the right guy won't make me feel that way, but it's like, fuck dude like I just wish I wish everybody could have like met him so they could see what we mean when we say like literally seem like the purest of souls imagine like the purest of souls yeah maybe with some like sketchy behaviors but like a heart of gold like you thought like you know what you have baggage and like you're dealing with some shit but you have a heart of gold yes or no yes yeah yeah like I feel like what was anything real? I think I think this is so relatable because there's so many people who go through relationships and then towards the end when they see their true colors, like I didn't even know who you were. And I can there's so many people who are like he portrayed himself to be a gentleman and this and that, but that wasn't who he is. It's who he portrayed himself to be. Yeah. It just like I keep I just, like, I never want to think about this again, and I can't help it. Obviously, it's so fresh still, but it's, like, now that I have all this information, my brain is, like, going down all these different moments, and now I piece everything together, and now everything makes sense. Yeah. 
And so I feel hurt every second of the day because I keep thinking about different things in my stomach. Like I haven't eaten shit in two days, which is not good, but I'm saying like, that's how sick I feel. Like I literally feel sick, dude. Like I don't even like, listen, the January thing with that guy, like, you know what? Like I was sad. I was bummed. Yeah. But this feels like, this is like, this feels like, wow. Like, you thought I was a like just some garbage that you could toy with. Like, and of course he's like, my intentions were not this. My intentions were not that. I don't give a fuck what your intentions were because you're a grown ass man and you know what you were doing. Absolutely. And I don't understand how somebody can compulsively lie like that every single day, every single day. Now that I think about it, there was some lie every single day. Fucking wild, man. Like no one deserves this shit. No one. So now what? You tell me. I now what? Know. Now, now you're in the. You're gonna go through. You're gonna go through the. You're going through the sad phase. And yeah. You are gonna think of the things. You're gonna remember. Oh, that one time. Oh, that one time. Oh, that one time. But at some point, it's gonna go away. Yeah. And you're probably gonna go through a mad face, a very angry face. Which I think is right. I'm pissed. I'm. Yeah. I feel like I'm in a sad slash mad phase. I'm honestly like I'm not. I wish I could be more mad. If anything, I'm hurt. I'm so hurt. But then there's like this part of me sometimes that is just like, how dare you? Yeah. How fucking dare you do that to someone? You know, like. And I said to this girl as well. You know, I was like, listen, you deserve better than this. We all do. And she was like, I know. And last night I was sick to my stomach. I'm like, wow, I wonder if they're together. And JP was like, that shows the little respect that that girl has for herself if she Absolutely. went back to him after all this. Absolutely. And you I, know, I know, I know, but it's like inevitable for me to be like. And if, and listen, if the roles were reversed, this is happening to me, you'd be like, thank the fucking Lord that you're out of it. Before you got any deeper. You know what I mean? And, yeah, that's my mom. So after I hung up with her, with the girl, or with him, sorry, when I said I'm done, I ran to my mom's bathroom and I just sobbed to her. Then I called Bibi and Emily. And both of them were like, like, jaw to the floor. Um, but my mom was so pissed. She was like, what an asshole. She said it in Spanish. But um, she was like, I can't believe that. Like, I can't. My mom was so, like, my mom couldn't believe how sweet he was. Like, she could not believe, like, also, that fucking pisses me off. Like, how dare you even dare you. speak to her and ask me about her and include her in a way of sending her stuff? And how fucking dare you? That's some fucked up shit. That is, how, I'm, that's fucked up. Like, the balls that you have, the balls that you have to buy my mom multiple fucking presents on a trip and push to buy these fucking presents on a trip and send us meals for her birthday, and send her a cake for her fucking birthday. How dare you? Like, that makes me mad. So this might be, like, a premature conversation, but, like, the now what? You know? Like, this has happened, and you're experiencing it. It's, like, your reality now. So, like, now now what do you do? And, like, for people who are listening to this who are, like, going through a... Let's call it a breakup or a betrayal. I... I mean, it's such a cliche answer, right? It's like, you give yourself what you need. Yeah. Like you give your, you give yourself what you need. And I'm, and my, and BB said this to me the other day. She was like, I need you to stop being 
like she was a little annoyed at me because I tend to not ask for help when I need it the most. And I know a lot of us do that, but it's like, I have these beautiful people in my life. Why wouldn't I lean on them? So I'm going to practice that right now. Like I'm going to practice that of like, Hey, I actually, I need support. Like I need, I don't want to be alone. I don't, I want to talk. I want to vent. I want like, you know, I might be annoying a little bit these next weeks, but that's what the people in your life are for. So I'm personally going to practice that. And I already think I do a really good job of taking care of myself and like doing my little rituals. So it's like, especially when you feel down, you need to do those even more. So literally what I, what I specifics like, so my, my little routines that I do throughout the day, normally if you're sad, like you don't want to do shit like that. So like, for me, it's like, I don't want to give up my morning routine. I don't want to give up the things in the, in my morning that make me feel good. You know, my, my, I guess it's my, my routine is different here than when it is in Miami. And I'm actually really happy that I'm going back there because when I'm in Miami, I'm just like grind time. I'm so busy. I get back into my groove. Like I'm going to go out. I'm going to like live my fucking life because I like this man does not deserve me wasting days of my life over, you know? So if anything, I'm like also so happy it's happening at the end of this year. Like the way that it, it's happening is also so interesting. And I'm grateful because thank God I'm taking the trash out before the new year. Right. Yeah. But I mean, fuck, I don't, I'm literally about to sit and watch your TikToks. You're asking me how to heal. I don't know. I've never experienced something like this. Like, I'm not saying this is the worst heartbreak I've felt, but it might be honestly, because he's probably the guy that I've cared for the most in my life, which is nuts. Cause I wasn't even in love with him, but I don't think you need to be in love with someone to like deeply care and to have a lot of care for them. I think I was pretty close probably. A few more months and I would have been there at the rate it was going. And I'm so glad that that didn't happen. But it's it's almost like, yeah, I mean, you tell me how I heal. I mean, it's not linear, right? And that's like the one yeah. that I always talk about is like, it, it it's so hard because the way that I healed from my breakup is going to be so different because I ended it. Right. I took my power back when I decided to walk away. This is, I keep saying the word betrayal, but that's like what it is. It's like you essentially have no idea who this guy is. None. Who you thought he was. And he has the audacity to tell me that, you know, that he hopes I can forgive him. Like, are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah. Yeah. How will I ever believe a word you say ever again in my life? Like... The thing is, for people who go through betrayals like this or lying and cheating, and it's the one thing that I did right away when I left my ex, was that, like, I went to therapy right away because I was like, I don't want to bring this into my next Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. So I was like, I need to get, work through this right now. And I'd recommend that you do that, work through the trust thing, because you will have a trust thing. You know, know, like, how do you not? Bro, this is a whole different life. A whole different Five years of, I mean, five years. Five months of bullshit. Right. Right. You know what I want? Well, actually, I have so many questions that I'll ask you off air, but I'm just wondering in my head, like, you know, to the guy friends that I've met, like, you think they knew all this? Well, that's that's the one thing I asked you. Because I don't, because the thing is, the thing, I mean, I'm sure his BFF knows, but but the thing is also it's such a sticky situation because I don't think a lot of people in his life can know about this. 
but that's just me. Maybe they all do know. I don't fucking know. It's actually it's actually terrifying. Yeah. That someone can do you, do you think do you think everybody knows? I don't know them well you enough. Get where I'm, you know I don't either, but like you get where I'm coming with this? Like it would be weird if everybody knew. He would be in deeper shit, I feel. I forgot to mention the um the justification that I was provided with by all of this and how he justified this in his head was that since they have no chance of being together, it, you know, for, I guess it didn't, for, I guess in some way, in some, I was going to say a bad word. I'm not going to say that in some crazy way that made sense in his mind to like continue with it because there was no way of them ever being actually officially together. Like so, that was like so prohibited. So why bring you into it? Million dollar fucking question. Why didn't he end it? I'm sorry. He wanted to to have his cake and eat it too. And he wanted everything. He wanted it all, I think. I just, I think anybody in this situation, it's like what you learn from it. Number one is your intuition really does tell you a lot. But I also understand, like, it's so easy to say right now, but it's so, when you're in it, it's very hard to navigate. It's so hard and even you know that we both felt these weird vibes but we yes. both were like oh it's because of this and yes. there was an actual thing there to justify everything little yeah. did we know that wasn't the fucking thing right anyway so enough about that i guess it's like the question is now what right i mean i'm gonna document how i feel over the next few weeks see how long it takes for me to feel normal and I think, like I said, I'm going to really practice leaning on people. Yeah. Because also that 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 provides closeness yeah. in friendships. It, it's when you're vulnerable and you share things like that's like that brings you close with people. So like that's all I want more of. Right. So I'm going to do that. Stay as busy as fuck, which is my, you know, um, way of navigating any uncomfortable feeling, which is probably not healthy, but, you know works a little bit and i'm also not going to let this not allow me to have fun because i know that i deserve a beautiful fucking life and a great guy and like i don't deserve this shit it hurts so much and i know that i'm gonna be fine but i don't deserve this shit nobody deserves this i think it's so important for you to feel every emotion though and like go through it like a lot of us want to like kind of switch it off and be like no i can't I wish I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I actually wish I could do that. Like, I can't. And, and like, work through it. Because if you work through it now, when it still hurts, when the next guy comes, you, you won't have those same emotions yeah. towards it and bring baggage, like, with it. And, like, what helped me is, like, the affirmations. Like, telling myself that, like, this was meant to happen. Like, this, you were meant to go through this. You were... You will never go through something that you're not prepared for. Like, you will never go through something that wasn't meant to happen. This is preparing yeah. for something else. And we can't see what that is right now. But yeah. when you get to that place where you're supposed to be in, you're going to be like, this is exactly why. Totally. Totally. I know. I know. It's like, I know all the things that I would say to somebody going through this. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm, I, don't, I don't know anyone who's gone through this specific situation that is very unique but um i know what the answers are right it's just like now it's just like fucking going through the prop going through the motion yeah 
And that's why I was like, that's why I wanted to share this because it's like, it's not all good and everything isn't a fairy tale. And, you know, at the end of the day, his grand fucking gestures that I would always share on IG didn't mean shit. It was smoke and mirrors. That's the expression? Smoke and mirrors? Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like that's, he was like covering up for everything with that. Well, we knew that. We knew that that was his love language, you know? You wouldn't, but the thing is, like, anybody in your situation would not have seen this coming. No. Bro, I, Emily, I was convinced that one of the things in his fucking baggage was going to be the end of this. We all were. Yeah. Like, we all knew it was either going to be A, B, or C, but it turned out to be X. I didn't mean X, because that sounds like his X5. It turned out to be Z, literally. Like... (sighs) <sighs> anyway, that's why I'm sharing this with you guys. I'm not trying to drag anyone through the mud. I'm not trying to, you know, do any, speak poorly of anyone. I'm sharing what happened to me because I'm sure this shit has happened to somebody else in some capacity. And even if it hasn't, then hopefully there's some part of this that somebody can relate to. Um, and yeah. One day I'll look back at this episode and be like, wow, now I'm with this beautiful fucking king. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's this, this situation, I can like confidently say that this situation, any other situation that we go through that like is really a true heartbreak is preparing us for the right person. And your person, and, and I thought about this too when I was going through my heartbreak, I was like, my person is out there getting his heart broken too yeah. by somebody preparing himself for me. You know, like I will never have to deal with the situation again because I dealt with it and he's yeah. dealing with whatever he needs to deal with. And once we get both get over that, that's when you come together. Last question. What, what was your, I was in, I couldn't even speak when I was calling you. What, what did you think? Like, honestly, um okay so i was getting a facial when this was happening i know i saw after when i saw your stories i'm like that's why she hasn't answered me yeah oh my god so i left and i thought like you just want to like talk shit so i called you and the way that you were crying i thought someone died i thought someone died and i was i didn't know just what was happening and then you said um it's done and I was like, oh, shit, like, fuck. Like, she finally ended it because she couldn't deal with it anymore. And then when you said why it was done, my – when I say my jaw hit the ground, like, my jaw hit the ground. Like, I think my mouth was open for 30 minutes straight. Yeah. Like, I yeah. did not expect you to say what you told me. And it's crazy because something similar happened to, like, my sister where she – not she wasn't in the situation, but like she was kind of figuring it out and sharing it with somebody else. And we talked about it. I know. Like I was sending you voice notes. And we were like, how fucking dare he? How fucking dare he? So it's like the amount of time this is happening to people, I, I just did not think he would be the person to do that. I did not think he was capable of hurting a fly like that. I didn't think you could hurt a fly. Like I didn't think dealing with what he deals with or what we think he deals with. Yeah. I I mean, honestly, at this point, who even knows what's true? I have no idea. Like who even actually knows what's true? 
Cause I don't, I can't believe any of it anymore. None of it, nothing. I don't believe anything, but that's not my problem. Right. It's not, it's not. So let's wrap this up. Thank you for being my therapist in this um, episode. Of course. Always. You were mine when I was going through it. <laughs> and I think you're right when you say like leaning on people. Yeah. It's truly the best leaning on the right people. Yes, that's true. And that's how I got through it too. Yeah. That's how we got so close too. It is. Yeah. I mean, that was the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Here we fucking go. Oh God. Anyway. Huh? How do you want to wrap it up? I mean, I guess to anybody who's feeling shitty, what I'm going to do is take it one day at a time, one hour at a time if necessary. But also I'm going to remember who the fuck I am. Yeah. Because this ain't it. I don't deserve this shit, you know? And obviously that's easy to say. It's harder to feel. But just keep that in the back of your head and do whatever you need to do. Give yourself what you need. And I think what you said is really important is people just want to jump out of it. And I don't want to be sad. No, it's important to be sad. You should cry it out. You should feel it or else you're going to feel it later. So you might as well feel it now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Feel it it now and heal it now because as soon as you get over that hump, you never know what's waiting on the other side of that. You never fucking know. Yeah. It's almost like exciting, right? It is. It is. Because you know that chapter's closed and that yeah. just means another one. Now what? Like now what? Should we build up that roster again? What? Build up that roster Now all the single <laughs> stories again. <laughs> no, I'm with you. Okay, guys, thank you for listening. I'm sorry if this was like a downer, but I hope you enjoyed my mess of a life. And you know what? We're gonna be fine. We're going to be totally fine. Love you guys. And if you need more healing uh, inspo, join me on Emily's TikTok. I will be consuming (laughs) all of them every day. And our DMs are always open too, you know? Yeah. Both of yours. Because I went through it. You are going through it. So many of us go through it. And it's so much easier to navigate the emotions when you know there's somebody else who feels the same way. That's why I create the TikTok content because the amount of people that are like, I thought I was alone in this or I thought yeah. I was crazy and I thought I would like reach out to people. Yeah, honestly. That's why yesterday I was like, fuck it. I feel like sharing this. Like I selfishly need the support. Like I want to feel supported. And and simultaneously, I know that by me saying this, I'm supporting somebody without even knowing. Right. Exactly. So, okay, well. Love you guys. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.